This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book. That is Dave Sherapan, the book. My name is Matt Peralt. We are here every single weekday, 1 p.m. Eastern time till somewhere around 3 p.m. Eastern time. Sports Grid replay. I was watching us on Sports Grid. We look sharp on Sports Grid overnight. I like it. It's fun to see. Appreciate all the comments and the viewers at Boston versus the book. Now, I don't know what's going on. Normally, we're we're on Twitter as well as YouTube. I know we're on YouTube. I don't see the Twitter broadcast, which is really weird because we're there every day. And I don't know what's going on. So we're not there right now. So I don't know if there's it's like a, hook, a hiccup or what. So I apologize. Normally, it's the other way around. Normally, YouTube's a problem and Twitter's good. Now, Twitter's not there and YouTube seems to be good. So if you are uh, looking for us, I guess you'd be watching it on YouTube right now. But if you go tell your fellow brother, and I'll post something in the Discord channel as well. Um, just pin what, Matt? I mean, that, that there, there's no broadcast to pin for uh, on, on Twitter. So there's not LinkedIn there. So we can't pin it anywhere. But if you're watching on YouTube, go tell your friends, hey, we're over here on YouTube for this coming up here today. So the hell's what? going on? A lot going on. It's just, it's teaching <laughs> me week. You were out last night again. I thought you weren't going out last night. You said, I'm going to stay and watch baseball. And God you were down to town to pick up a hundred dimes and says, we're going to dinner. You got to come. I said, absolutely. Do you need help picking up the money? That's all I wanted to be the muscle. He brought the big Rob Carmine, who we had on the show after he won the oh. contest first quarter, says he's here. And Derek and, and Circuit that do the right thing. They send the stretch limo for him. Nice. Pick him up. Nice. Come to the come to the pick up the money. And he requested a big check. He wanted a big check for well, sure. Why not? Why not? So he got the big <laughs> the big ass check. It's gigantic. It says 105,000. And then he got the money. He got it all in cash. So I mean, you know. Well, you, you kind of buried the lead though, a little bit. What's that? Yeah, I buried the lead a little bit. As to what he did with the check. <laughs> he did a whole gag. By the way, we're on we're on Twitter now, so we to, we're good. So hi Twitter. We're it good. Was so good. Yeah, I mean that gag was unbelievable. That was an absolute riot what he did with the check. Maple Leafs to win the cup. He handed the fake check over to the ticket taker and said, I want 105,000 on the Maple Leafs to win the cup. They printed up a ticket. He then looked at the ticket, ripped the ticket up, and ate it <laughs> as a joke. Clearly, it wasn't the, on ticket the Maple Leafs to win the, the cup. But he ate it, which I lo- I was like, wait a minute. No, 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 yeah. no. He didn't really. And then he ate it. I was like, okay, it's a gag. And I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. Good job. So he's here for a couple more days. Hopefully, We'll get you out. We'll go meet him. He's a great dude, but he had the boys out and, and you know, Marco brought his wife and Teddy brought his kid and was an old school, like just an old school Italian dinner. Like it was, you know, we had Andy Amo 
and just passed the food around and did all the stuff. It was, it was, uh, it was an old school dinner that I just couldn't pass up. And of course not. It was turned into one of those nights. It's a circus downtown. Like this week has been incredible. I forgot what it was like when so many people come here for like one thing during well, it's the week. our industry. Yeah. I mean, this is oh. one week of our industry. So everybody that we've talked to all over the country, people who have been in town all over the country, that's the difference. It's like, this is the industry week. So you see and hear from everyone. Like, but yeah. like, is the porn convention like this? Yeah. If you're, like- if, you, if you're in porn, sure. Yes. If you're a porn director, this is what it's like. I don't know why you chose that, but <laughs> that's what it is. Well, I know. Oh, okay. Well, like, I mean, if you're the best consumer yeah. electronics show is like this, I've been to that and had yeah. to go. So meet if, if you are working for and- Sony, everyone that you know in the electronics space is in town for that. If you are a foot doctor and there's a foot doctor convention, you're going to know all the foot doctors in town. It's the same thing. It's just a gathering of the of people who are in our space. But these people don't realize we live here. Yeah, but you and I live here. Like they just have fun. This is this is their fun. They're coming to Vegas. They get to go on the company dime and they go have fun. I understand, but like you're killing me. Like you saw you want to be here. You you just can't say no to people. That's your problem. You're a yes man. Can I see it? Yes. Can I go out with you? Yes. Can we go hang out? Yes. I'm not we had to tighten the window last night, though. I'm like, gosh, I'm going home. I got to do I have no problem you you in the morning. Yeah, I have no problem. I, I got my kid. I got things to do. I can't do it. Sorry, guys. Like, I have no problem. Yeah, the kids, <laughs> the ki- I saw the kids this morning. They're like, are you okay? I said, I don't even know what day is it. I said, what day is it? I, I honestly, I didn't know if it was Thursday or Friday. I had no idea what day it was. So I well, thought we had roll call. Roll call lunch. is tomorrow. Roll call is tomorrow. Right. Today's Thursday. <sighs> yes. All right. Good. All right. Lunch today. We have lunch today. Lunch today. That's you. Thank goodness you sent that in the text. I forgot (laughs) about that. We have lunch today. They postponed the game. So we got a little bit of a breathing room. The rain, the Yankees and the uh, Guardians are postponed. Yeah. So that's good. They're trying to force me to watch that Washington. Well, let's get into it. Okay. I saw Washington is now the favorite. They're now minus one. Total is down to 37 and a half. The hell. You're not watching a lick of this? Not one not a, play. Not one play. Not one play. Really? I mean, unless you text me or something and tell me late, like it's got to be decided, or like something's happening. I'll be on Sports Grid later. So, yeah. but I'm more interested to watch the Baylor West Virginia game, to be perfectly honest. Like that's going to be a more competitive game, I think. And I'm going to learn more that's going to be useful information than watching this game. Why? So I'm going to be focused whoa, whoa, on that football whoa, 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 whoa. game. Why is Baylor West Virginia more of an experience to learn than Washington Chicago? Because I don't know what Baylor is yet, but I need to know why the Big Twelve. Why? Because because there's people talking about a Big Twelve team getting in the playoff. Correct. It's not going to be Baylor, but Baylor may end up beating the team it's supposed to be. It'll be a huge opportunity if Baylor. If I can learn more about Baylor tonight and give them a shot against TCU? Or what if they get to the Big 12 championship against Oklahoma State or something like that? It's not happening. Baylor's not making the Big 12 championship game. No? Not not happening. No. Baylor had a shot. I mean, Is that in Biff's almanac? You already know that? It's just uh, Baylor has not performed. I mean, they've been better than what people 
everyone thought Baylor was going to be bad. I disagreed. I thought Baylor was going to be decent. Baylor is decent. But, but Baylor is not good. They're not a contender in the Big 12, no. I don't know how you can say that in mid-October. I can just look at the team. I've watched almost every game Baylor's played. <laughs> like I can just tell you, they're not. Texas is much better than they are. Much better. TCU is much better than they are. Has Baylor played Texas yet? No. Has Baylor played TCU yet? No. Can Baylor win either one of those games? In my opinion, no. Oh. You just Baylor's uh, Baylor's one and one. Okay. Kansas State's three and oh. Oklahoma State's two and oh. TCU's two and oh. Kansas is two and one. Texas is two and one. Baylor's two and one. They're playing West Virginia tonight, who's 0 and 2. So Baylor wins tonight. They go to two and one. There'll still be a game behind Kansas State. Oklahoma State plays TCU. Those teams are both two and oh. So one of those teams will be three and oh. So there'll be two games behind Kansas State and two games behind, or sorry, one game behind uh, K State and one game, one game behind Oklahoma State. So Baylor's unranked in Baylor's schedule at the moment after losing last week to Oklahoma State. They've lost to BYU and Oklahoma State. So they're dead for the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. Even if they win the Big 12, not making the playoffs. At West Virginia tonight, then they play Kansas at home, at yep. Texas Tech, at yep. Oklahoma, uh-huh. home for K-State, home for TCU, home for Texas. To win all those games. There's no way they're winning all of those games. I'll shave my head if Baylor wins all three of those games. BVB? Okay. Brigade. Not, Put not winning that the in the three. notes. They're not winning. Root for Baylor to rest it away. <laughs> Because if he shaves his head, we won't wear hats because he'll be bald. I love a, that. Of a wiffle, of a wiffle. It, it, it's just it's not happening. Okay, Baylor's not winning. I love Baylor. I love Dave Aranda. I love him. They, but, their quarterback play is suspect. Their running game is hit or miss. Their defense is always dependable. But they got lit up by Oklahoma State last week. This is true. And and again, I'm not saying they're going to win all those games, but if they mm-hmm. win one, what if they beat TCU and knock them out of the run? They could, but I don't think you're going to learn that tonight against West Virginia, who is bad. I mean, they, I, if Baylor loses tonight, it's over. I right. know. <laughs> it's, well, okay. You might lose it. You might figure out you may, it may be one of those situations where they can't lose you or, or they may lose you tonight. They can't win you over tonight because they lose this game, then they're dead. You don't have to pay attention to them anymore. Right. Three losses. So I guess you could have that type of attitude. I just think there's four more to learn in an NFL football game going forward than there is in a college game, which I'm going to watch a lot of. I'm going to watch a lot of Baylor. Are you going to learn tonight from Commander's Bears? Well, because there's games that will be taking place in the future that will definitely impact how we bet. And what we both these do. teams are caca. Correct, but unders still cash the same as overs. So if they're caca and they're and, and they're going to be under machines over. for the entire year, then let's bet unders. If, if one of, if one of these teams is the Iowa of the NFL, then let's just keep on betting unders. Oh, I see what you did there. Brommel uh, Camp's right here in the chat. I'm going to go on with Brommel Camp later on KGYM. <laughs> you went on with him on Monday. What'd you talk about on Iowa? Because they were all off this week. What the hell did you talk about? Iowa State's not off. Iowa State's got Texas. Oh, Iowa State's got Texas. They're they got a big game. Cyclones got a big game. Iowa's off, but you know, Bears are tonight. So we talked about the Bears a little bit. Right. Talk, oh, I, so I got to talk about the Bears. That's right. Oh, yeah. Bears. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. They're oh, bear country. Bears. Big ways. They're, they're big, big bear fans. Yeah. <clears throat> In Eastern, in Eastern Iowa. So, yeah, have fun. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to talk about the game. Shit. What do you make of the line going back and forth? 
books are just, you know, betters are betting it back and forth. They don't know either. Oh man, the groups are using them plus money, lay it, plus money, lay it. They're, 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 they're arbing the books all over the place. This one is a disaster for the books. When oh. a line is one and you got to bounce back and forth or flip the favorite, they, they end up using you. You got, they got plus money on both sides. They don't even care who wins the game. They're just lining it up for the end game. They're just setting the whole thing up. Uh, I don't know. It's. Just, I'm glad I'm not in a book. I mean, I was hanging out a little bit with Rexy yesterday, um, and or Tuesday. I don't even know what day it is. When I was talking to Rexy, he's like, "You see what they're doing for this? Uh, you know what what they're doing before the games?" I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "They're just lining this stuff up, fake moves to get it set up for the end game to then kill you in the end game." I said, oh, boy, good for them. I'm glad I don't have to battle that. So I don't know. What do you make of it? It's it's, it's down to 38 in most places, 37, 37 and a half. Yeah. So one way to bet this game. You're going to just be completely contrarian and go over, aren't you? No. Oh, good. Okay. I was just going to say I'm booking that one. No. <laughs> uh, bears. Bears. Got to be no. bears. Under. Unders, oh. a, uh, that was decided as soon as we saw the matchup last week. It was like, so, boom, we're betting this under. Yeah, and it's Al Michael said on Chicago radio yesterday that if this game is is worse than last Thursday, he'll retire. Al must know something. <laughs> Do you know Al wants to say nobody knows shit every time he does the games and he says nobody knows anything? I, Al, <laughs> call me. Just send me a DM. It's fine. We'll work something out. You can say nobody knows shit. I've been saying it for years, so I know he wants to say it. Wow, Al's going to retire. I will lay whatever price it is that Al's not retired. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. And this game's going to be bad. It Do was you have any? So even if 12, you were like nine a, in overtime, I don't think this game's going to be that bad. Can't be that bad, but seriously, how many how many touchdowns are going to be scored in a game tonight? You can make a bet tonight, but two touchdowns Four. scored? Four touchdowns scored? Yeah. Four touchdowns scored, and you still like the under? Yeah, I think th- I think this is Damn, a, this son. Is a, this is a 20th. Did, you ain't good at math. Like a, yeah, that's yeah. 28 points right there. Yeah. Are one team going to score them all? 31 total. I think I think we'll see 31. I think we'll see low 30s scored in this game. I don't think we're going to get like, I don't think this is going to be a game in like a quarter, like 18 to 21 points being scored. We're going to see more than that. This is going to be a sweat. This is going to be right up to the number. Like this is definitely going to be 34, 35, 36, 37, somewhere in that range. That's where this game is going to fall. Like, right. Like this is not going to be easy. Like last week was a walk to the counter. It was nothing. It was easy. No sweat. We knew it the first Man. quarter. We're good. This game's going under. I don't walk think we're going to have that. I don't think we're going to have that this week. It was last week was a pimp walk. Carter yeah. McGregor walked to the counter, baby. Yeah. We're coming in. Millionaire walk. Yeah, it was easy. Boom. Not happening. Tonight's going to be grip of our seat, missed field goal. Like something odd has to happen for the under to hit. This game's going to be right on the line of going under or over. I'm just betting under because I'm going to bank on bad teams making bad plays. But I could easily see this game going 41, 42, 43. Everyone's doing the teaser. I get it. Take plus seven Chicago, 44 up and go under or, tr- or pull it down to 31 and a half and go over. Which way would you do that teaser? By my the way I'm logically doing it right now is plus seven, 31 and a half and go over. Really? 
Yeah, because I, I told you, I think it's 34, 35, 36. I think we're How right in, in that the range. hell is it going to go over 44 points? Because the Bears can score. The Bears scored on the Vikings in the second half. They made that game really uncomfortable for me in the second half last week on the road. So you say there's more likelihood that the game could be a shootout and get to 44 and a half than it be a, a complete dud. Or a, or a complete dud and be under 31. No, Carson Wentz has a shoulder injury. Okay. Carson Wentz has right. a problem. So, so Carson Wentz, him throwing a pick, fumbling the football, easy scores for Chicago is really possible. Like I lean Chicago. If I, was gonna ha- if I have to bet a side tonight, give me the Bears. I mean, the Bears plus one are the side. I don't want to trust Carson Wentz at all. So if you look at the same game, tease this. I mean, he's got, he's dealing with a bicep tendon strain suffered last week. I love when you, when you start just saying medical terms, it sounds very good. I like when you do that. I really do. Um, got, I mean, it's, I don't know how the hell you get that as a quarterback. I don't know if he's doing too many curls or something, but his arm's not going, his arm's not right. And I, I don't know if they're covering for that horrific throw at the goal line against the Titans, which he threw the game away. Bad, 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 bad. But like the potential for him to do that tonight in Chicago to get fumbles or easy pick sixes or whatever, it's there. So my worry is that if we get a defensive touchdown or a special teams touchdown, the under oh. is dead. Under oh. is dead. Oh, okay. well, that's, so, that's that's the that's the kiss of death for the underbetters. And we have two quarterbacks who have the potential. That defensive line for the Washington Commanders is outstanding. So you get the pass rush. The Bears' offensive line is horrific, like we know. So if you get a strip sack, fumble, rec- you know, recovery for Washington, they get set up damaging. If McLaurin gets deep and has a 50 yard touchdown catch or something along, along those lines, unders dead. Like it's, it's going to be chilly in Chicago, but the weather doesn't matter. Weather's going to be fine. They're going to throw the ball like crazy tonight. So that's my worry is that I bet under I'm on the under, but I don't feel, <laughs> I don't feel great about it. I'm not going to say I felt much better about last week's under than I do this week's under. Chat is so good. Jim Montgomery Monty comes with <laughs> his bicep has been pulled for three to four years now. <laughs> Jim Montgomery, coach of the Bruins, five two Bruins last night. What the hell was that? Couldn't have stopped at four. No, need, need an extra fifth goal, Bruins. Easy. What do you need that for? Oh, didn't need to score that man. fifth goal. Fifth goal was not needed. You already won the game. Why'd you blow my puff my push like that? Rookie head coaches in prime time. One and eleven straight up on Thursday night football. Does that concern you at all? No, because well, I just came with a that. Bit, that's a good a one. little bit. Sure. Talk. I mean, that's why I didn't bet aside, but that yes, it concerns me. The other wild stat, your boy from your cast considerations podcast, newbie, pulled this. Carson Wentz numbers in primetime standalone games, he's unbelievable. Good. He's really good. Really like, good. Abnormally good. Like, what the hell? Where did this come from? Carson Wentz good. Newbie has an unhealthy obsession crush on Carson Wentz, though, because oh. he brought the Super Bowl to Philadelphia. No, he when didn't. He turned that team around, and then he okay, got hurt, and they still won it. So he because has a fault for Carson. He's always oh, been a you can't, you can't do that. I know. I know. But he has been good in primetime. Like, you can make a case for both sides in the NFL games a lot of times. Tonight, this is a real thing. This is a real like you make a case. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. on both sides, both sides. Like this yes. is this is a real true. Like you know, we use that expression coin flip in the book. Like this mm-hmm. is a real coin flip. I think, um, as far as the side, 
I just I'm surprised by the likelihood of I guess over 31 is a good number because you get you get them early 30s numbers where this game could fall 34, 35, 36, 37, all and, winners, right. and the game still stays under. I mean, I tried to do this in the last game where I tried to create my own middle. So right. I'm on the under. So For you the do game. The game, full unit. But if I, if I go half unit. So did you get same, 38? I got 38, yeah. You, you got 38. Okay, I'm on 38. So. I'm on under 38. So I could on right now I could see how low this goes and just wait and right before kickoff and then go ahead and, and tease whichever team is the dog. Cause I guess bears money could come in late and flip this to the, to the commanders, whoever's catching plus one, tease it up to seven and then turn around and take the total down from what is just 37, 36 and a half, wherever it's going to wind up closing right before close and pull that down and then take the over. And I got a middle of 31 to 38 from a total perspective. And the game just has to stay within one score. Either way. Okay. So that's what you're trying to do. Cause I mean, I, you, if you do the teaser exclusively, no, without the middle, you would tease it up and go under. Would you not? I probably would, but I did that on Sunday night and the game fell 59 and I was on 58. <laughs> so right. but that I was got, much more likelihood of that happening in that game. I don't know. Bad games. But this, Two bad teams. Sometimes this game flies over. There is a defensive touchdown, That's a fumble in a uh-huh. short, short field, and then boom, boom, boom. And yeah. what was headed for, you know, 10-7 turns into 27-20, and you're left right. wondering what the just yeah. happened. I'm not going to make it official for just the picks. It's more like right. a defensive thing for me. Like, I'm just going to say the official play is the under and leave it. If I lose, I lose. But, like, I do look at this and say, all right, how do I potentially try to win you know, one and a half units on this. And, right. and that's okay. one way I've got to create my own middle with it and be a little bit more aggressive. So that's where I'm personally going to go, but it's not always, I mean, they like the teasers for a reason because you have to hit both sides. So it's not just teasing one side. The other thing you could do though, is use this and tease something else on Sunday or, you know, you could use it as the start of the week and just have another leg and bet it on something else. My, my buddy, John Lucas wrote a book about Beano Cook. It was mm-hmm. titled, Haven't They Suffered Enough? You want to tease this game with more? Like, haven't they suffered enough? No. I would use that quote to you right now. Like, isn't it enough to just get through this game? Like, no. Because if you tease it down, you're if, carrying this all the way to the weekend. Yeah. If you take this and you're like, okay, I'm going to tease this down. The Patriots are catching two and a half points right now, right? So you could take, potentially, you could go. Take the total, pull the total down to 31 and go over and take the Patriots from two and a half and push them up to eight and a half. You could do that. Okay. So that's, I'm just saying you could, you could bridge if you want, if you really want to be involved with the teaser, like you don't have to do a same game teaser here and get away from the total, or I'm sorry, the side altogether. And don't play around with either team for Washington or for Chicago and just hope the game goes over 31 points and then you would take it to the weekend. You can play it on the weekend. I'm probably going to do that. I, I mean, now that I think about it, I'm saying that out loud. That's probably what I'm going to do. Cause I don't like, I do not like the side on this game. I, no, I can't, I do not like I mean. either way. Would who you wins do, this game. do you remember the days of the open teaser? Did you ever of course. call a bookie and say you leave an open teaser for well, me? Well, I would do it all. That would only happen. And you, you told me, I didn't know it was called an open teaser, but I was, I was, when I was in college, that was, Tease one leg. Tell me on Saturday what you're doing on Sunday. It, I, 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 I didn't know what the name of it was, but yes, 
I, I, I that was available to, to be done. But that's when I was paying, you know, minus 110 on teasers. Listen, you could still find 110s and 120s if you work hard on the streets, but those open teasers used to drive me crazy. I mean, I used to do them too, but then when I was helping guys out and, you know, answering the phones and stuff, you got to keep the thing open on the, on the like records for like four days. Like you do an open tea, you do say you do Washington's or but you local do the bookies tonight. don't care about that. They just have a, it's shoot. a pain in the ass. I got to find really? it. I got to keep the. Th- oh yeah. Because I mean, yeah, the ledger, yeah, the ledgers. Just Listen, the, I, some I guys saw the don't book. keep the ledgers. I, I saw the book. I almost fell over the other day. I forgot to tell that story. I was in, I was in office depot the other day and my, the, the, the same exact ledger that my bookie in college used to use. They What's still there? sell it at Home Depot. I was like, under the accounting section, if you go to where they're accounting, it's an accounting book. I was like, oh, the jerk was using an accounting book, like legitimately, like they've been producing it now for 30 years. It's an accounting book as to the ledger that he had. I was like, that's the ledger that my bookie used to write my bets down in. I was like, what the hell? That was pretty funny. I was, it was uh, Yeah, there was, used to, <laughs> I had a guy that used this, used to just, to, you remember this, the, uh, uh, like Mead, M-E-A-D, notebooks just to, with the oh, tear yeah. paper. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the tear paper because it just disappeared quickly. You didn't have to do anything oh. with the paper. It just ripped out, boom, was gone. gone. And there was no anything of it. I mean, you always had to be ready. To, there was a lot of guys that I knew that were ready for a knock on the door or a phone call and they were they would just be gone. For, Did you see that what happened in Texas with that with that hundred thousand dollar poker tournament that got raided last week? There's video. Oh yeah, there's, there's video. They were having a hundred in the middle of a hundred thousand dollar big poker tournament. The cops oh. came in and arrested everybody in Texas. Oh boy, because you can do poker rooms in Texas. Like it's funny how the law works there. The poker rooms are allowed to operate as long as they are a charity. Yeah, and they're not taking a rake. Mm-hmm. So this poker room was, was operating. Sure, it was taking a rake, oh. running a tournament, oh, a buy-in boy. tournament, and there wasn't much charity work going on. So the feds came <laughs> in, in the middle of their biggest of the tournament of the year. Like all the guys were like staring, going like they all had their chip stacks, and like everybody was like, "I'm in the middle of this tournament. It's to win a hundred thousand dollars. The winner takes a hundred thousand dollars, and the cops show up and break it up and arrest people." And uh, you know what everybody was thinking? They weren't worried about where they were going. They were trying to find out who the snitch was. Ooh, probably. I got to see the video. That's crazy. Yeah, happened over the weekend. Hundred thousand dollars in like like a big city. Like was it Dallas? I think it was Houston Houston. or Dallas. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, Yeah. big city. I know because like they advertise the poker rooms advertise (laughs) in Houston and Dallas because they can do it. It's this gray area of like, hey, come in here, poker room, and it's. I mean, like the dirty secret is that's where the bookies live. So you know, they, 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 they go there. Half of them are playing in the game. Right. So like, it's, it's all really funny. So it's like, everyone's like, yeah, gambling's illegal in Texas. Sure. It is <laughs> like it's wink, wink situation. So I think I would bet that Texas will be the last state of the big, of the, the last state. state. Yes. Most likely. Although too Cuban, much business going on there. For Mark Cuban and Jerry legal. Jones both have a lot of pull. So they yeah, know they don't that, want it legal. Yeah, they do. Their franchise values go through the roof. They want it legal. Oh, yeah, they do. Their franchise 100%. values are already some of the highest in the yeah. sports. In the they world. don't need it to go higher. No, uh, they want it to go higher. They always want more. I mean, look, 
That's the next story. Jerry Jones has been protecting Daniel Snyder for the last two decades because now we know that Daniel Snyder's got a dossier full of dirt on all these NFL owners. Wonder what is in his notebook. ESPN this morning picks a perfect time to drop this little thing. What is that hat? It's whited out. It's too, it's all, it's white. I'll wear it later. It's a Phillies hat. Oh, there it is. Okay. It's white on white. White My on goodness. white. The kid said it was nice. So it is nice. It's just tough on the camera. The camera can't, can't to figure it out what it, it is. is. I got to switch it. I'll I think it's a white, ba- your camera thinks it's a white balance. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's trying to play all of it. It doesn't look like a white balance. How about that? You're yeah. right. It doesn't yeah, work. So Daniel Snyder has been, the federal government has tried to get him out. Fellow owners have tried to get him out, and they need 24 vo- votes from the owners to remove Daniel Snyder as a as the owner of the Washington Commanders. Yeah, he has survived some of the most egregious and horrific stories mm-hmm. about the culture in and around Washington. Reporters getting harassed. HBO Real Sports doing in-depth stories about Nora Princiati and what she was said to by coaches. The language, the way they videotaped cheerleaders getting undressed. They put together a highlight reel of cheerleaders with a, with a camera in their locker room videotaping them. They've had stories of excursions to the Caribbean where high-level and in, 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 in big uh, season ticket holders who own suites were there and the women who were sent by the team were encouraged <laughs> to make sure the men had a good time. What what do you what do you say? Do they go dance? What they well, make up Daniel Snyder has survived all of this. <laughs> He's a warrior. I mean, this dude is Teflon, and everyone's like. Anyone else notice how many owners have gone down for far worse than what Daniel Snyder is still sticking around for? And now we find out as people are starting to talk ahead of this new owners meeting next week, they're starting to say it's time for him to go. And Jerry Jones is on the out. Supposedly he now is in agreement that he, he should be going. And literally Daniel Snyder is telling them all, if I go, you go too. He called the NFL, he was overheard calling the NFL ownership a mafia and that all the owners hate each other. And when ESPN contacted the person that said that, they go, no, the owners don't hate each other. They all hate Daniel Snyder. Oh, he has hired a private investigator to go after at least six different owners. I'll let you, I'll let you run through the mental list of which owners do you think he's running a PI campaign against? One's in New England, one's in Dallas, one's in Houston, Texas (laughs) to start. There's your first three, and we can figure out the other three if you would like. Probably one in Miami. Uh, That was was my next one. (laughs) There's four. Um, The guy in L.A. may have some questions. And Cronky, absolutely. Okay, then there's five. Yep. And and, and maybe somehow. Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. I could see Cleveland for sure. Yeah. I I could also see the Jets. I could also see that family potentially getting involved. Oh, no, 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 no. Jets and Giants are good. They're, they're, they're Giants are good. Jets may not be. Giants are good. Uh, I, don't, I think they're untouchable. So, but that's why you go after them, though. If you think they're untouchable, that's the whole point. Those are the ones you want to dig up dirt against. Well, I, don't, I don't think you need to. I think, I mean, those are OGs. Those are, I mean, Maris. 
they're not touching it. No, the Maris, you're not touching them. I mean, no. you end up in a, the hole in the desert. You want to go and touch the Maris family. Like, that's... <laughs> you, you don't, fish. Yeah, you don't, go, fish you don't go near that family. Yeah. But the Jets, eh, I don't know. Well, the, It's Johnson and Johnson money. I get it, but there was some stuff going on. a lot on, of man. money. I don't know. It's very interesting. I started to really poke around with it only after you sent me the email. And I was like, okay. How about Goodell though? He's got he's he's got dirt on Goodell. Like you want to talk about being able. I'm to guessing control. he ain't the only one. I know, but think about the puppet master, the, the, you know, the puppet master angle. That if you have the commissioners by the short hairs, and you're like, hey guys, you can't touch me. You, hey Roger, you better make sure this vote goes my way, man. You better make sure that I'm not out. If you don't, the world finds out about whatever, whatever you were up to, whatever yeah. you were doing. Hmm. ruin marriages, ruin reputations. Oh, I don't know, man. Nothing's just, more dangerous than a rich dude with nothing to lose. All the resources in the world. If, if they couldn't get them before. The feds couldn't get them yet. That's what I'm saying. Like, like at this point, don't they just like, like that's the division of like the company or that's like your crazy cousin. That's like Fredo in 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 a Godfather. Like, just let him go. Like, let him stay go. there. He won't and, go. No, no, no. Let him stay. Oh. They can't win. They keep you can't no because they want up. a new. They want a new stadium desperately built. Oh, if there's they more want behind a that. new oh. stadium. And he ain't gonna do none of that. He's making a zillion there. dollars doing what he's doing. They want no part. The, po the political landscape in the D.C. Virginia area is that they want no part of Daniel Snyder, and they're not helping him do anything. And the ownership. Oh, business can't move forward with him at the at the helm. I mean, look so at the NFL. Trying to whack him. They're trying to whack him. Correct. Trying the, to get him out. The NFL already tried to by t t having his wife be in charge. His wife is the one who Daniel Snyder is not leading officially the Washington Commanders. His wife is. Which is the biggest joke ever? <laughs> oh, don't start! It's the wife. It's the wife. No, oh, no, it's all a name it? only. Oh, she's running it right because she was so interested in running the team before. <laughs> like, come on! This is Daniel Snyder still running the team. They had to do some PR spin to be like, well, you know, he's not on the day to day anymore. It's it's his wife now. She's no, the one doing it, not him. Yeah, like she's the one saying to draft certain players. Of course, she's she's in the war room. I've never seen you wear a hat backwards. Wow. I um, wore backwards for 50 years. Everybody tells me you can't wear the hat backwards when you turn 50. I said, I'll well, do what I want. I've been wearing it yeah. for so whatever. I, I, I do a lot of snapbacks. Snapbacks backwards are my thing. I love, I love wearing snapbacks backwards. Snapbacks backwards. Yeah. Oh, so you get the thing. That's, yeah. a, that's not a bad look. It's yeah. okay. I, I, I like that. I don't know. Snyder's a scumbag. That's all there is to it. He's, just, he's, he's probably not going. He's a cockroach. He's not leaving. He's Wolf of Wall Street. I ain't he's leaving. Not he's not leaving. He's on the I, microphone. He's on the microphone screaming, I ain't leaving. I love that movie. <laughs> I think you're right, though. Is it hard to play for the team when the owner's a, a, a no, I don't think caught? so. Um, unless he's involved like in your contract negotiations, then it's a problem. But, but if you're I mean, a rookie, they can't in, win because they can't draft. They, I mean, he went, Daniel Snyder, I mean, look, Dwayne Haskins passed away, okay? It's, it's nothing, and I'm not saying this to disparage his memory by any means, but Dwayne Haskins never should have been drafted where he was picked. That was all the owner saying, draft the local kid. All scouts were like, uh-uh, this is not a good idea. He's like, draft him. He's from the area. He'll sell tickets. Draft him. 
Well, they didn't. It has, to, it has to suck to play for that team. Yep. But it, I think because I mean, this guy's going to tell you stuff like that, and you got to either go along to get along. I think it sucks to work for this team. I don't know if it sucks to play for the team. I think working for Daniel Snyder has got to be the absolute worst upon the worst. That can't but be fun either. You're to right. play for the team. I don't know how bad it is to play for the Washington Commanders. It is awful to work for the Washington Commanders. That's been now documented. It's a horrible organization to work for. So, so all right. Uh, tonight, college football. We'll get to the other game, the Baylor game later. But did you see what UCS going to wear tonight? This is right up your alley. Um, I saw it when you sent me the text. What is it? Does it say space? space. Central Florida, Cape Canaveral. This is what it is. It's a bit of a that's a bit of a reach, son. Like space, you just put space. space I like the color scheme. Space, you. I, I'm tempted to bet UCF tonight just for the unis. Look at these things. I nice. love that combo. I that blue is nice on those black. I don't know. That's what but, made me think of the, the hat I'm going to wear to the to the lunch. But this I can't exist, that. though, right? Space is just for the for, for the promotional picture, right? It's not going to say space across the the visor tonight, right? You can't do that. You can't play football with that across the visor, right? But it's going to say right there across the jersey, no? That's fine. I'm okay with that. That's cool. But on the this picture, for those of you listening to the podcast, there's a picture of a guy with a helmet and across the visor it says space. Across his eyes. It says space. It's so weird because you can't see that when you're looking out. Like, But like when I played with the visor, I hated that visor because it felt like I just – it was taking away some sort of vision. These kids are putting the words right on it. I don't know if they are. That's my question. I don't know if that's allowed. If We'll find out tonight if it's allowed. Or chat, let us know if that's allowed. I don't think it's allowed. I don't think you'd have words on your visor over your eyes. I don't know. The boys in the chat love the unis. I love I, the unis. Love it. And Temple sucks. So Bounce House is going to be going bonkers tonight. That That is a nice combination. Uh, I, I could do without the word space on there myself. I think they're went a little too extra for me with that, but I love it. I absolutely love the unions. So you laying it, you're laying it. I don't think so. I, I think I'm more inclined to, to bet Baylor than I am to bet UCF. It's a big, yeah, number. Okay. It's, it's a big number on a Thursday, but temple can't score. So dear Lord, know. how many points is temple going to score? The line is 23 and a half. The total's 46. Yeah. Temple can't score. So it's temple like 10 team total 10? under. 10 points. Their team total is probably 14. Temple right? team total under. There you go. There's your bet. It's tough, though. That's a Jay Dow bets is already on it. He Temple already team. put it in the chat. Temple team total under. Jay Dow. Is that where he's on? Yes. He, he put it in there. Yes. Uh, Temple team total is 10 and a half. <laughs> 10 and a half. Do they get more than one touchdown and one field goal combined? Yes. Potentially, yes. If it's a blowout, yes. So you would bet over. I don't know. I don't. I'm not touching a team total of ten and a half. No. Temple's they're bad. Okay, but this game could be thirty to nothing at one point, and then you're a good number. That's a good number. What thirty to nothing? No, eleven and ten yes. and a half. That's a good number. It's a stop sign. Of course it is. Jay Dow says DraftKings has eleven and a half right oh, now. Oh, all right. Well, that's better. I would take. I would take the under then. Okay, just to guard against the two point conversion. Like what's the difference between 10 and a half and 11 and a half? One point. But safety score wise. 
I mean, how bad's Temple? Get a safety. Well, it covers the safety. Three field I mean, goal safety, and you still stay under. Uh-huh. I mean, I don't know. I just I 10 is such 11, it's so freaking low that it's really we saw weird things happen last Thursday night in the in the college space. Like weird things can happen. Teams can score in unexpected ways when they're not supposed to. Kickoff return fumbles. I don't know. That's a dangerous bet in my mind. Just lay the 23 and a half. If you want to be on this game, I think you just lay the points and just unis are tremendous. Tremendous. Phenomenal. And they're going to, I'm actually going to, uh, now I'm going to turn this game on at some point tonight just to see, to the, see the uniforms. Of to course. Me. Now this has me more excited. And the bounce and the house is an awesome atmosphere. Yeah. This, this, this has me more excited than the bears and the commanders. The you uniforms should. in central you Florida tonight. Uh, all right, let's go to baseball. Yep. You Darvish gets seven Ks last night. Yes, he did, son. Our plus 125 over five and a half Ks prop of the day comes in easy. Ping. And the series is now tied. A 5-3 win for the Padres. You wore the Padres gear. That's often a subliminal message. that you Sometimes. Tend to say you like that side, so you wore Sometimes. the gear. Sometimes. Padres come in yesterday. So it's a best of three now. With yeah, the Padres right it having, is. and the Padres having a home field advantage coming up. <laughs> Keep talking, P. Rolt. <laughs> but what do you make of this? Snell's going in game number three. Oh, I'm nervous as hell about that one. They don't score for him normally. I know. So <sighs> under game three tomorrow? Mm-mm. No? No, we liked the over a little bit yesterday. You did. Um it was seven minus one twenty. It flew oh, over. Yeah. Right. It's seven and a half with Gonsolin against Snell. And a gigantic juice under. I mean, they're already putting minus out seven and a half under minus twenty-five. Yeah. Minus is where it starts. Fandle is one twenty. Complete bullshit. I mean, that's Fandle's one twenty. Okay, so they're gonna take a bet at under. Um man, oh man, we gotta go. I'm gonna go check the splits and how many times Gonsolin pitched against the 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 uh the Padres and what he did. Right now. Are you kidding? Uh, right now. Because I'm telling you this. I'll tell you this right now. If they win the Snell game, they're winning the series. Well, yeah. That, I would agree. That's, yeah. That's, it puts them directly in the driver's seat. I would be. But <laughs> you're up two games to one with two games to play. Yeah. But I mean, it's still only two games. I just, it's, it's. So Tony Gonsolin this year pitching against the Padres. Uh, on the first of July, he won seven. One, he won five one with seven and two thirds, one earned run, eight Ks in Dodger Stadium or in San Diego at home. Okay, and then he pitched again against the against the Dodgers on the fifth of sorry Padres sorry against the Padres on the fifth of August. Uh-huh. Went five no earned runs, six Ks. So in he's San Diego. Up. That was nope, in San Diego. Nope, at home. Home again? He has not okay. pitched in San Diego yet this year, but against the Padres so far this year, he has pitched ten and two thirds and given up one earned run. <laughs> Tough. Under uh, seven and a half. This is an under game. Uh, probably, probably. I mean, I guess you take an under pregame, and then as it drops down, they get through the first couple innings without a run, and then you can you can try to create another middle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Dodgers. Ay, ay, ay. I, I, I want the Padres to win. I'm, I'm clouded. That's, I thought the line would be 
would be higher. It's like I thought the Dodgers would be around 140. So, I mean, this is this is going to be very interesting. See what happens in the next 24 hours. Okay, minus 122 at Fanduel currently. Yeah, it's coming down, man. Mm. Braves tie the series up behind Wright, who was really good. Three nothing last God, night. One one as we go to Philadelphia. Yeah, I don't think that I'm not worried about the Braves. Should I be? Braves beating the Phillies, or just yeah. what do you mean worried? I think the Braves win this series. I'm not worried about them winning this series. Oh, hold on, son. Okay. See what sure Phillies can win Game Three. They can, and uh, will they? Who start? We don't even Atlanta. No. Don't even name a starter yet. There's no, no line on this game yet. No. Nope. Nola's going to be a small favorite, no matter who they name to be the starter. This will be a play. No, every every bad guy in the world is going to have the Braves in Game Three. Everyone. Yep. I think Phillies win Game Three right now. Okay. The hell's going on in the East Coast? There's rain and nonstop yeah. rain. It got rained out yesterday to get rained out today. What the hell's going on? It's October. You know this. Fall rain happens all the time. It's awful. It's the worst. Cold rain. Those wet leaves. God, those wet leaves. It's awful. Get the wind, get the rain. It's horrible. All the leaves get knocked off. Dad used to say, go rake the leaves. Stuck oh, in the cement. You get the, the leaves are all stuck on the cement. And you got all stuck to each other. So Man, bad. Absolutely. Absolutely awful. We have two games today. Or we're supposed to have two games today. We only have one now. We only have one now. Castile against Valdez. Minus 162 for Houston. Can the Mariners win game two? What are we doing with this line? Like, what? this is a pick em game. It's down to now minus 156. So there's money coming on. The, uh, it was 162. An hour ago, and now this it's is, one one six. This is crazy to this me. Is a this pick'em game to you? Did you see what Castillo? at home has been really good, really good. The Dodgers were minus one ninety yesterday yep. against mm-hmm. the Padres and lost. And you got Darvish mm-hmm. at the best price you could possibly get him. I think all year. Mm-hmm. Same exact situation. You cannot price these games like it's the regular season, in my opinion. I was always the lowest price on the favorite. When Tony and me were doing the baseball the last two years, he'd look over and he'd be like, dog live? Yes. Lower at eight cents. Take a bet on a favorite. We always tried to need the dog in these situations. When Only when both of us, we did this thing. I mean, we like literally would look at each other and – Move the price and see if it, we could get anybody to bet it. And, of course, you get the bots and all the parallelograms and rhombuses that just scan the board and go, oh, look, they must know. Uh, no, we want you to bet that. I I think Seattle's live. I do. I think they can win the game. Now, you want to talk about an under game? I think this is an under game. This is an under game. Seven? Uh Minus 120. Circa went to six and a half over. Oy, oy, oy. I'd advise trying to find a seven. This game could be three, four, three easily, but low score. It's a 1230, 330 start. So we're, you know, this game is rapidly approaching. Coming up, we'll be watching this at lunch. Um, Framber Valdez this season. Against the Mariners, 
uh, faced them on back-to-back starts in July on the 24th and the 30th, gave up three earned runs, both starts, six and two thirds and seven innings pitched, won the first game, lost the second game. And those were his only two starts against Seattle all year. Were those two. So he, he hadn't seen him in a long time. How is that possible? He played him so many times. He only pitched two times and like Verlander, I think, pitched six times against them. Yeah, he pitched in the same week he pitched against them. Right. So um, Luis Castillo, because he's with the Reds, really didn't see at the Astros all that much. Right. Because he was a, he was a trade deadline acquired guy. But against the Astros, he did he face them at all? Um, he no. did not face no, him this season. He did not. I so love never, that. Never. So I love that for the dog too. I love that. I love that they haven't seen him. Dog you know, in the under. <sighs> What's that parlay? That's a. That's a, that's a plus three thirty eight. How about first five? First. What's first five number? Can you find a four on a first five? Uh, let's see. I that. Probably no. Probably all three and a half. Uh, let's see. The over under. I hate when they do this. First inning, first half. There it Speck, is. Greg Speck likes the over. And three and a half. Juice to the under. Minus 130 to the under. Three and a half and juice minus 130 to the under. Yeah. Oh, damn, son. They're making you pay. They're making you pay. That's making you, you know, you want to make sure you're going to leave a mark. <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> you can go under three and a half. You can lay 130 for it too. Wow. That's uh that's kind of telling to me. That's uh it's probably the side under the first five. Wow. Man. That's a sweat though. My gosh. That's a two one. That's a two one going to the fifth inning, and you're just literally pacing. You need one bomb. You yeah, need one dead. bomb to go over you're in the dead. first five. If you like, if you like that, if you like oh. anybody that hit a home run or one of those two guys to give up a home run, right? Bet the first five over. I used to have a guy to come in, would take every over in a first five. He could take at three and a half, especially at three, where he could get plus money. He loved it. It's not a bad thought. Nah, especially in that ballpark too. Right. So, I feel fam- much better if it was box. in Seattle. Of course. Especially with Seattle with the roof with the roof open. Yeah, this is Houston with the roof closed. You ever go to a game in this ballpark? Houston? Oh yeah. Multiple did, times. Did you did you like watching baseball in there in there? Or does it feel artificial? Like with the dome. Like the Arizona baseball, like it just was so blah. I needed the roof open in Arizona. What did you think I, of the Houston one? I'm gonna make Houston people mad. <laughs> you make everybody mad in all these different cities. Go ahead. I know, but the the ballpark's not the problem. Oh boy, here we go. Put it's football fan. It's football fans going to a baseball game. That's the problem. I'm confused. They don't really know the game all that well. In Houston, they don't know baseball. It's in the last five years they've gotten more educated. But when I was going, when I was there, this was all before Houston got good, mind you. Okay, this is all I was there watching games. Houston was good almost before you were born. They I don't know if you remember J.R. Richard, Nolan Ryan. Those oh, that's teams. different. Zenas, no, no, no. Yeah, come on. That's but again, those are football fans watching baseball. It's a fact. It is a football. They don't care about much besides football. Like they oh. really don't. 
Wow. Katy, Texas puts 20,000 people every Friday night into a football stadium. High, High school. school game. High school game. Yes. High school football game. That's some big shit right there. That's crazy. There's kids in Katy, Texas who are signing NIL deals. High school kids who play people, football. If you watch the show in Katy, Texas, we'll come down and do a show from one of your games. Why? Well, just go do it from Craig Larson's house. He lives in Katy, Texas. <laughs> go to my former boss's house. <laughs> Let's go down there. I lived. I mean, that's. I'm just saying, like, I, I went to a bunch of games. I don't love the press box, but who cares? That's that's just my own personal preference. I'm not in love with it. it. It's open air, at least, which is nice. But, I mean, the ballpark is is nice. It's a cool place to see a game. Definitely. The park is neat. I don't right. open, open roof, closed roof. Doesn't really matter. It's a cool right. place. Right. It's just like, they're not really into the game all that much. Like I've never been to a playoff game there. So granted, really? like, yeah, it's, 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 it's they're, they're going to the game because it's like a fun thing to do. Like, let's go to the game. Like they're not like into the game, <laughs> like watching what's going on. They're football. I'm fans. not, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought this was one of the best, Ballparks and fan bases in baseball. No, they'll tell you that. Like Astro fans will tell you that. We're educated. We know we do this, we do that. I mean, I said I'm gonna make them mad, but like if you're a <laughs> baseball person and you go to the game, like, all right, you guys know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> like, like it's like, okay, that, that's fine. You just move on because what are you, you saying? Know, right it's just what it is. It's just it's just that's just what it is in Houston. It's okay. They've gotten better because the team's gotten better. But the way they defend themselves because of the trash can scandal and like this whole like us. Well, that was some bullshit. I mean, that was, come on. That was the fan, but but they defend themselves in ways that they have no real legs to stand on. It's ridiculous. The, 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 the attitude, the anger, the angle that the fans took, how, I mean, certain media members became popularized because they would have this like hardcore militant stance about the Astros not doing anything wrong. And like, yeah, that was, it was like, but they built them because all the, all the Astro fans got behind the guy and it was like a, you know, the mob mentality of like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Show them. You tell them we did nothing wrong. Like, yeah, you did straight up cheated. <laughs> okay. And everybody yeah, but, inside knew. Yeah. It's all this. Every Astro fan. This is what they should have a shirt. I'm an Astro fan. Yeah. But every argument they would. Yeah. But yeah, you cheated. Yeah. But. Like every argument you have with an Astro fan, it was always that. They always had the butt put into the argument because they wanted to explain what somebody else did rather than talking about their own team's behavior. Didn't they do that with the Patriots too? No. Spygate's a joke. <sighs> Spygate's been a joke. We taped the Jets. Who gives a fuck? It's the Jets. The Rams game is the one that matters. And all that stuff. No, the Rams. No one's ever proven that. Oh. That's a lie. It never happened. Oh, Peter's never t- Marshall Falk's got it in his brain. He's got, he's, he can't get it out of his head. Did they do the thing with the balls? No, that never happened. That's the ideal gas law. That's easy. That's the simplest. That was a five minute explanation in a science class that the NFL took months to figure out <laughs> the stupidest thing ever. Anyone who knows science knows exactly what happened to those, those balls. <laughs> it's real easy. Ideal gas law is easy. I mean, every New England fan, we learned all about the ideal gas law and how absolutely stupid the NFL is. <laughs> just, just the truth. It's flat out the truth that you don't understand barometric pressure when what happens to a football when it's low pressure. Happens every day here in the winter. Correct. Your air tires, your tires go down. Light comes on every damn day. Yep. Amazing how that happens. 
that we're all we're all deflate gates. Nowhere. All of us, all of us are deflate gate. Damn tires, <laughs> noise the hell out of me. So easy. Ideal gas law was so simple, but yeah, let's do a thirty-page report on it. And did Tom Brady smash his phone? Yes. Do we now know why? Yes. <laughs> you think she did it? Who knows? Brady's going through a divorce. It's all I know is some dude was like, I'm not handing you over my phone, period. End stop. Nope. Bang, bang, bang. And nothing to do with Deflategate. <laughs> Definitely had nothing. Nothing to do with Deflategate. Brady smashed Absolutely his not a fucking thing to do with Deflategate. <laughs> yep. He destroyed it for a, yeah. a million other reasons, not yeah. because he was worried about two text messages to attendance about the ball conditions. He was nope. way worried about much bigger things that were was, going on. Was wasn't about the ball conditions. No, definitely At least not football conditions. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I tried to tee that yes. up for you, right? <laughs> so, you know, that's all you want to do with Deflategate and everything else. It was it, it was very easily debunked, <sighs> and it still is the dumbest investigation ever. And Brady <sighs> took four games for smashing a phone. Fine, Patriots won, won the Super Bowl that year. So, tip of a cap. Uh, all right. Explain this to me. Well, first, let's just do this real fast. Carlos Correa announced that he's opting out from this contract with the Twins. <laughs> this is like the biggest no shit move ever, right? <laughs> like, no kidding. Yeah, he opted out. Um, it's a two. It was a two-year contract with a one-year opt-out. Three. Oh, was it a three-year? Three-year contract with an opt-out every year, after every year. Sounds it's like the, contracts that people try to give us. So year one, he opts out. Bye. <laughs> people True. try to give us those contracts, but the opt-out is their opt-out, right. not us. Right. I was like, wait a second. I want to opt-out too sometimes. If your teammate, right, you got to go. So more power to the player. I get it. Not surprised. No, not at all. Is he going back to Houston? Wow, wouldn't that be something? Psyche IKF guy, a shortstop for the Yankees. Right. Yankee fans are mad, man. I got this. this That's Tony, where he's going. That's Tony Yanitz, he was on Cash Considerations with us. He's a producer at the MLB Network and he's a diehard Yankee fan. He said the guy can't catch the ball. He thinks it's going to cost him in the playoffs. He's going to oh. make a big error. Correa to the Yankees. Well, he wanted to go there. Splash. Remember? He wanted to go there. If Judge goes out, they bring Correa right to the Yankees. Wow. So Theo Epstein's going to take over the Mets. Wait a second. What? Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna happen. So whoa, 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 whoa. When did you hear this? Are you this is Peralt speculation, or you have some some this is on Twitter. This is all over Twitter this morning. Theo Epstein's he's taking the GM job or the Theo Epstein is meeting with Steve Cohen tonight. There is wide speculation. Steve Cohen is the Mets. That's what I mean. He's going to the Mets. You said the Yankees. Oh, sorry, flip, sorry, flip it. Sorry, excuse me. You're going to the Mets. I said New York. I didn't say I didn't say Yankees. You said the Mets. I mean, you said the Yankees. I heard you. I'm listening. Oh, sorry. Okay, sorry. I I meant the Mets. He's going to the Mets. All right. All right. So if Theo goes, if Theo goes to the Mets, I don't think I don't know if Judge goes there. That's unTheo like to go get. Aaron Judge at his age. That would be surprising if Theo takes over the Mets. That would be surprising. I don't like this because Theo's my age and Theo knows he was alive in 86. So what are you doing going to the Mets? <laughs> but he wants to go and have another championship. Red Sox, Yankee, Red Sox, Cubs, Mets. Because <laughs> they haven't won it since 69. So that's the next longest big team, big market streak. 
to not have won the World Series. So my thought would be if they're going to do that with a Correa to the Yankees to make up for a judge departure, I don't know. I thought he, I thought judge to the Mets was done. I thought that was that's where he's going. No, but now I don't know if Theo goes to the Mets. I don't know. So Correa could go to the Yankees with judge staying too, by the way, that could, that could be, that could happen. I mean, they literally have a football team. That'd be such, I mean, that throw a Correa in the mix there. If they don't win it this year, that's what they will do. They ain't winning it this year. Well, then that's what they, I think that was what what they would do because they ain't winning it this year. The Red Sox are going to let Bogarts walk. So he may go play shortstop for the Yankees. Potentially, sure. And kill the Red Sox. That would be very much a stick to the Red Sox. But I think Correa is a better player. So maybe not better defensively, but better offensively. Paragugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugugug
the ultimate heel turn. It would, but it would be on Baltimore like, on the upswing and him like, hitting your bomb. You're tell, okay, so you're telling me that Peter Angelos is all of a sudden going to spend in a way that he has never spent in the last two decades for Aaron Judge. Oh, not no, buying. He's not going to do that. He's not. I'm not buying. As long awesome. as the Angelos, as long as the Angelos own the Orioles, they're going to be you know the the damn it D level or C level Rays. <laughs> You know, they, they're going to try to, they're, they're going to try to win on a shoestring budget. And if they happen to win, that's great. Man. They're not really going to contend. They got a real Don't good slander. Young, my Orioles. I, I'm, I'm not, I love them. They're young. They're really fun. But like, there was a reason why they traded Mancini to Houston. Like they're not interested in paying anybody. Damn it. No, they had to capitalize on getting something for Mancini. They got a club building there. Okay, but Mancini could have helped them. Could have been a guy they built around. They chose to, to give him to the to the tech, to, to the to the Astros instead of keeping him. He was their guy. Oh man. Para Eudakis. How about yep. that? Okay. Thank you for putting that in there, John. Should have known the G was silent. Oh, I love talking. I mean, the baseball is going to be, I mean, the baseball interest is interesting. The games, the rest of the way, but there's going to be a lot of shit happening in baseball. This winter is wild. This is going to be, be awesome. It's going to be fun. It's going to be very, it's a lot of moving pieces in baseball. A lot of, I mean, namely because Aaron judge broke the American league home run record. And, and almost won a triple crown. And he's and a walk. Yeah. He's a walk in a walk, walk year. He's in a walk year. And the Yankees of the, all the teams to have this, uh, this is the guy the Yankees go and get and bring to New York. They have him in New York and they now have to make that decision is do we actually invest in a guy in his thirties in this way? Would you do it? I do a the three year, 150 million. Yes. I'd pay him $50 million a year for three years. hundred percent. Okay. So I'm judge. I said, I want five. I don't do it. I'm not giving him 250 million for five years, knowing his age and where he may go. No way. But that's what the market is. Like that, okay. they're gonna go get, get, that's what's gonna go, be the thing, then right? Go get the market. I think the market's gonna be seven years. Oh my gosh. I think the market, I think you're gonna have multiple teams lining up to pay him until his late 30s, 100 percent And the Yankees are gonna have to figure out whether they want that or not. But there's numerous teams who are going to off. I mean, they're going to structure the contract in so many different ways. Don't count out the angels. I mean, don't count out teams that have deep pockets that have spent big before who need stars to come in and you do trout, Otani and judge. Come on. Okay. Whoa. Don't count out teams that have spent big and don't worry as much about winning as much as they are about TV revenue and, 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 and ticket sales. I ain't gonna lie, son. If he comes to play the Angels, I'm gonna be watching that shit every night. Of course, everybody will, especially if Trout is healthy. But it can be Trout insurance in case Trout is gonna. Oh, 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 oh! Am I, I doing that weird there. pixelating thing? You're pixelating here, but you're not really. Are you pixelating on the feed? I don't think you are. I don't see it. Okay. Chat, well, tell us if Matt's yeah. face is. Oh. Weird. Messed I'll up. Come in, I'll, come, I'll, I'll come in and out if I have to. Yeah. Um, what else? So, yeah. I don't know. So, we'll see what happens with, with Korea. Uh, all right. Let's talk hockey. Have you looked at the numbers yet for hockey for today? I have not. Should I do it? I'll do it right now. 
Your Pittsburgh Penguins are laying 420. Come on. They're <laughs> laying <laughs> minus 420. The Flyers or the, the Coyotes? Arizona. It has to be the Flyers or the Coyotes. It's the Coyotes. It's the- <laughs> They're minus 420. That's- it is plus two and a half goals is only minus 148. You can get Come plus on, two and a half for the Coyotes tonight against Pittsburgh Penguins, and you're only laying minus 148. Oh, my gosh. On the puck line. Did you see what happened in a Maple Leafs yesterday on the road? No. Maple Leafs closed minus 250 at Montreal. They lost 4-3. Yeah. Is this one of your GPPs? Uh, I'll be right back. Yeah, come back. Come back. Um. Is this a general principle play this early in the season? I hate to use the general principle play flippantly and like just say yes, but dear God, how could the team be minus four dollars this early in the season and getting two and a half goals is what's the total in the game? Six and a half, I think. Hold on, let's click refresh. It's I mean six big favorite yeah. yesterday, Colorado. They covered easy. Arizona, it's actually down to minus 138 now at plus. People are betting on the Penguins to win by three goals. The number's coming down. I'm not advocating that at all. <laughs> this number's coming down. It's, you can get this cheaper at plus two and a half if you want. Total of six and a half for the game. That's insane. <laughs> right? I mean, that's just, I, I, I don't even, I can't explain. It'd be one of those ones. I just put the number up in a book and literally be laughing as, as people come and use that in a parlay and lay the two and a half goals. And then it's four, three and they pull the goalie and they score an empty netter and the game falls five, three. And all the people go like, I, I lay two and a half goals. Like the Penguins <laughs> winning by two or by one is, is almost completely in play tonight. 100%, not two and a half. That's absurd. But that's not the only crazy number tonight. The Vegas Golden Knights are laying minus 375 at home against Chicago tonight. Home opener here in Vegas at my daughter's school. It's Vegas Golden Knights Day. She's decked out in her Same. Golden Knights jersey. Oh, nice. The whole, Taking over the city. The whole city's oh, wow. doing it. I love that. That's phenomenal. Yeah, that's pretty fun. It's great. I love that for the for the Golden Knights to have all the kids, everyone wearing Golden Knights gear tonight, announcing. I mean, Madeline comes home and she literally will ask me what time's the Knights game. It's awesome. It's uh, whoever is coming up with that idea. If you've got the schools on board or the marketing team for the Vase Golden Knights, tip of the cap. That's brilliant. Told you, man. The kids know. You just you know let the kids go and have fun and like you know you. That's how you build fans. And for the fans, this is their team. This is their team. They live in this city. This is their team. So, but the Raiders fun. didn't have that. There wasn't a Raider day. They're not. They changed. They came from Oakland. It's interesting though, right? I mean, there wasn't. Uh, Madeline didn't have a Raider day on the kickoff for the Raiders Monday night game against the Chiefs. Biggest game of the year. They could have done Chiefs, you know, a Raider day, a Raider day on that on that Monday. First team in didn't do it. Started here. There's no other history. And they had success early. Yep. I just can't believe we went to try on the jersey. Kendall, little consig, that she had a flurry jersey. Mm-hmm. Don't fit no more. Uh-oh. Like these kids are growing too fast. Yeah. It was so, I was like, wait, this fit. This was, <laughs> it, 
can't wear that. So you got to get more merch. I'm like, here we go. You guys give me shit for getting the merch. Now I got to get the kid merch. Yeah. Um, I mean, Chicago. Sorry, Chicago. This is going to be a long year for the Blackhawks. They lost 5-2 last night to Colorado. Coming off a of back-to-back from there to here. I mean, they got no shot. Everyone no is shot. saying, if you like betting props, bet every Vegas Golden Knight prop over. Stone shots on net. Jeichel, Eichel shots on net. Eichel to score. Stone to score. I mean, it's the first game out. Shoot. Like, for who? Regular season, right? For first home no. game. No. At home, First yeah. Home game. It's a home opener. Right, they played in L.A. They beat yeah, L.A. That's right. Maybe we do get an over game. What's the total? Six and a half. Over juiced. Ooh. Yeah, they think it's going to be a five-two, just like last night. Was there any empty netters in a game last night? For who? Chicago. No, in, in Colorado? Colorado. Did they get the five two without the empty netters? I don't know. I didn't watch the game. I just saw the score. All right. <laughs> wow. Konowinski just came in and said the Hawks are going to be bad, bad, bad. He went triple, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> like bad, bad is real bad, but bad, bad, bad. <laughs> bad squared is not enough. Wow. I think. Uh, I mean. Again, we never really try to advocate laying 375 on anything, but the Knights are going to win this hockey game tonight, right? You would think. Let's do for fun a Golden Knights and Vegas, uh, Vegas Golden Knights and a Pittsburgh Penguins parlay is still minus 174 on the money line. If you want to do just a win, win, we got to get two in and lay 175. So if you want to lay two and a half with Pittsburgh and lay one and a half with the Golden Knights, that's a no. plus 259 parlay. I don't want to do that. Why don't we, why don't we lay an one over, and a half? You could do an over, over the, parlay. Why don't that we is do plus lay two, one and a half with the Knights and take two and a half with the Coyotes? Okay. So if you lay one and a half with the Golden Knights and you mm-hmm. take the two and a half as a plus 192 parlay. Just putting that one out there. Okay. That's an interesting play. Over, over gets you a similar two, not two, uh, three to one return, basically. Over, over? Mm hmm. Everybody likes overs. It's two six plus 260. That's fun. That's, that's good for you. Like to cheer for goals tonight there. Goals, goals. Right. You get, you get that tonight on plus 260 between these two teams. Um, the Rangers in the wild total is six tonight. Does that Bravo tell you? Bravo Camp said no empty net in Colorado. Okay. Bravo Camp's fact checking us. Thank you, Todd. So, uh, how do you feel about this total? Because this says no Igor to me tonight. Because Igor is rumored to not not be playing tonight. Because it's the first six game in a yeah. Ranger Wild game. Yeah. So this what Igor is not playing. They're gonna rest. Do you know Igor anybody in Minnesota? Spence, get on this shit. Find out who the who the goalie is for this for the Rangers. It's not gonna be. That's what I mean. I think the six tells us it's not Igor. Wow. Oh, man, that's great. I would have never seen a six in a Rangers wild game. Uh, uh, six under a quarter. It ain't going to be six long. People, if you like six, bet it now. It's going to be five and a half in an hour or two. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's absurd. 
That's, that total should be five and a half. Listen, the numbers in the first couple of weeks of – Even without Igor, season, though. You think it's five and a half even without Igor in that for the Rangers? I don't care who's playing in that. Okay. I can just – I'm looking at the numbers right now, and it's – where this is headed is five and a half okay. with juice over. Okay. It's going to five and a half over a quarter in the next two hours. And if you guys are watching in the risk rooms anywhere – just send me a text or a DM and say thank you for telling us how to move the lines again. Like just, just, just please, it's fine. But you can, I, I can already see that. Um, now, if Igor's not playing, mm-hmm. why wouldn't Igor play? This is what it's Igor the does. First game of a back to back. What did they do last night? They didn't play last night. This is the first game of a back to back. He played the opener. He played the opener against Tampa. And now they, day and they off. play Winnipeg tomorrow. Okay. And they want Igor for that game. I don't know, man. I think they played the first game against Minnesota. But that number tells me Igor is not playing. It's six tomorrow, too. Listen, the numbers in hockey are five and a half, six, or six and a half. Right. So- SoCal says uh, Igor is playing. Oh, six with Igor. I playing. think Igor is playing, too. Jump on that under. <laughs> I'm doing that right now. Mark Andre. <laughs> Flurry confirmed for the Wild. Igor Shesterkin confirmed for the Rangers. He did. He came in the chat and said both. Thank you, Fair, for popping in and letting us know that. Yeah, that's. I think. I mean, that's going under, son. That's that's an underplay. Hey, worried about tomorrow, Winnipeg. They've got to get the the Wilder. The Wilder legitimate threat in the Western Conference. Winnipeg is not. Yeah, give me under at six. least at the beginning of I the just, season. I just so. been, I just been under six. <laughs> there you go. Under six minus twenty. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't normally bet on the air, but I'm betting on the air. I'm betting that game on the air. That's if Igor is playing. That's unbelievable that they're they're playing Igor in the number six. That's wrong. That's not the right number. Uh, one more hockey question. We'll do it in better to book it as well. But do you see what Calgary is doing tonight? No. <laughs> 5,000 free beers. First 5,000 fans into the barn in in Calgary. Get a 14-ounce draft beer. Just one? One. They get a coupon when they walk in, show their ID. They're 21 when they get it. Well, it's 18 plus because it's Canada. So drinking age is 18. Oh, I don't think it's all over, is it? Drinking age in Canada is 18. I thought that was just in Eastern Canada, Ontario. This is in Calgary, which is not in Eastern Canada. So, right. so it is 18. You're sure? There's, there's the tweet. First 5,000 fans, 18 plus in attendance. Wow. Received one complimentary domestic draft beer. What is domestic? What is a Canadian beer besides Molson? Do you know another beer besides Molson? I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a zillion of them. Well, I'm sure, but what's it's it, it's a complimentary domestic draft beer. So, what is the domestic besides Molson? What is a Canadian beer? Labatt's. Oh, there it is, Labatt's. Very good. There's two. I mean, so your choice is probably Labatt's or Molson. I probably for them that. that's probably like the difference between Mush or Bush and uh, yeah. Miller. Hundred percent. Yes. Like it's, but they've got some, I mean, Canadian, I know the Canadian IPA world. I know you, the, the beard and beanie crew is going to get all pissed off. I, I'm, I'm not knocking your beer making in Canada. I get you guys up there. Just saying, when I see domestic draft beer, I'm thinking wholesale, big, big brand. 
Labatt, St. Elsinore, O'Keefe, so, Moosehead. They're coming. The boys in the chat are on it. Moosehead. Out all the beers. Moosehead. I didn't think Moosehead still exists. Moosehead exists still? <laughs> That's a main. Beer snob. That's a main person. Am I a beer snob? Yeah, I can't drink it anymore, but I was really a beer snob. Yes. Hardcore. Really? Yes. Before I, before I couldn't drink it anymore, and I can only drink whiskey. Hardcore beer snob. Now I'm just a whiskey snob. You are a whiskey snob. Yeah. <laughs> you so, only get the good stuff, the high, that the, the top shelf bottles. You like that good shit. Canadian Mist. I don't know what that is, Trent Junk. That's, that's bad here. Canadian Mist is bad. Isn't that a, <laughs> is, isn't that a liquor? Isn't Canadian Mist a liquor? <laughs> Canadian whiskey is horrible. I'll tell you that. Oh. That's horrible. I don't, I, don't what? Like, I don't like Canadian whiskey at all. Oh, shit. I'm not a fan of You'd Canadian You'd be smirched the whole country. It's not hard. It's Canada. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. It's what Canada. are you doing? It's not hard. It's America so Light. Get one beer. That's just, it. Speaking of beer, just America Light. You know, that's what it is. <laughs> Canada is. <laughs> what are you doing? That's what it is. It's America Light. Go to lunch with these people. You understand? That's fine. Go to lunch with all They know it, too. All the, all, all, <laughs> our company is based in Vancouver. They all know it. They all, they, wh why are they coming here? We, we, we don't go there. They come here. <laughs> They want us to come up. Well, oh, I guess we ain't coming. I'll go. I'll, I'll go to a hockey game up there. I'll, I'll, I'll go to a Vancouver hockey game. Oh, Vancouver is Seattle light, as everyone says. It's, it's just a you know, just a, a nicer version of Seattle. It's what Vancouver is. Alberta Premium. Alberta hell? Premium. Whoa, that sounds like some natty ice stuff. That sounds that's, like that's, some uh, shit. <laughs> that's what that sounds like. What's the next? Thing? <laughs> All right, the next thing is my favorite story of the day by far. Omaha Steaks, searing hot take of the day. Half off sale going on right now on OmahaSteaks.com. Promo code BVB, 50% off. This go is, do it now. This As Dave says, go buy the meat. BVB. Phil Mickelson <laughs> might be going through dementia. Oh, God. He, he, he might. Mickelson might be going. He might have dementia. <laughs> If not, like, oh, I don't know if he's gone and been in the sun for too long or I don't know what's going on, but I read the Probably entire book. Probably going through some shit at home. I read the entire book, Phil, by Alan Shipman. Listen to it on tape, too. I read Listen to the entire thing, okay? <laughs> Phil gives an interview for that book that got him into extreme hot water with the rest of the world of sports. Because of the comments he made about the people in in Saudi Arabia, essentially right. trying to downplay some of the stuff that they had done in the past, because he knew he was going to go do business with them and the Saudis on the live tour. Phil then had right. to go and issue an apology for said interview about the, the book about the book for the interview that he gave with Adam Chipnuck. He had to go ahead and apologize for what he said because he was basically being completely ostracized on the PGA tour. And nobody wanted to talk to him. And Phil yeah. was really embarrassed, really sorry. He came out the wrong way. Didn't mean it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Phil Mickelson <laughs> at a live presser. <laughs> so I will reiterate I never did an interview with Alan Shipnuck, which you apologized for doing after you did said interview. You then apologized for that interview, and now you're saying you never did an interview. This guy's arguing what is 
is now. <laughs> because he's saying would you say arguing what is is? Yeah, what is is because what is this? He spoke to Alan Chipnuck, but Phil is claiming that was not an interview. <laughs> this is what oh. Phil is this is what Phil is trying oh, to claim. Hold on, wait, I'm confused. It was not an interview. So he he's he not answering questions. He was answering questions from an individual who was writing a book about him. He answered questions about what was going on with him and Liv, which then made its way into the book. The comments then had to be apologized for by Phil Mickelson for doing the interaction of going back and forth, which Phil is now claiming was not an interview. Like, what is going on? Are you serious? What the fuck is he doing? I mean, this literally is the now 2022 definition of do not pee on me and tell me it's raining. Okay. Ooh, that's a good one. You're yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. you're just that's trying to one. change the words as to like what it. actually is going on. You're still right. peeing on me, okay? Oh. You might claim it's just rain. You're claiming you never did a quote interview, but you nope. answered questions to a by for a guy who was writing a book about you. Not an interview. In which you would then apologize for those comments to the guy who asked you the questions. But, and now when you're asked about the interview you do with Adam Chipnuck, your answer is well, I never did an interview with Alan Shipnuck. I never did. He say I never did an interview, or he said I never spoke. I never did an interview. His quote was, "I will reiterate, I never did an interview with Alan Shipnuck." Which, in his mind, there must be some like proclamation, like you always say, "Where's the professional betters license?" Like, I guess right. you need like an interviewer's license. You need to have this thing that says "interviewer" on you, and then you have to have a so, interview to make so it be an interview. So so let's let's talk this through. So Phil's pissed about the whole thing because Phil thought it was off the record and they were just talking. And he, Alan called his took phone. it and wrote a book about it. And Alan Phil's- called him on his, Alan called Phil on his cell phone and was asking him questions. Phil started talking to him, thinking it was off the record. It was never said to be off the record. It was just a conversation. And then after the fact, Phil said, This is all off the record, right? And Alan was like, That happens before, not after. <laughs> And so Alan wrote it because he said it to him on a cell phone. He called Phil. Phil answered. Phil spilled the guts. And Phil got, and now Phil is furious because he claims, well, I never set up an official interview with Alan Shipnuck. And that's his line to the live golf people. As there got to why. be some lawyers or somebody telling them to say this shit like this. No, like, this is, this is him trying to protect himself from the Saudis. This is this is him trying to make oh, himself Phil's looking behind him that yeah, way. Yeah, feels like he said some things that they didn't like. Oh, <laughs> oh, Phil watching back in his own house. Remember, he talked about all the bad things that the Saudis did, and he kind of said, "You know, it's yeah, these are some really oh. bad people. You got to be really careful with these people. These are some bad dudes." But the PGA Tour needs to be shook up, so I'm going to go do business with them. So he's worried about the Saudis as to what he said to the Saudis, what he said about what the Saudis have done. That's what he's worried about. He doesn't care about the Americans. He cares about what he said about the Saudis. He's trying to make that go away. Do you think he said like he had, he probably can't even do anything with his phone or nothing, but do you think he sent like Shipnuck a text and said, Hey man, I'm going to tell him I ain't talk to you. Just kind of like say I didn't talk to you. Like, you know, we'll just like, what is he doing? I didn't even think of that angle. Phil That's said, what he's doing. I mean, the, the, what he, he, he said, he called the Saudi regime scary motherfuckers. They are. Okay. That's what he called them. 
Okay. Mickelson said he used the words, I sincerely regret <laughs> talking about that, brushing aside the human rights violations with them, including the murdering of a journalist, causing them, he, but he called them scary motherfuckers. And the live people don't really like that. <laughs> so Phil has to claim that interview was never supposed to have seen the light of day. We 100% should put on a shirt. They're scary motherfuckers and start selling that bitch. <laughs> yeah. BVB, they're scary motherfuckers. We should, we should 100% yeah. do that. So Phil's not worried about the U.S. press. He's worried about the Saudis because of what he said to Alan Shipnuck, which he thought was off the record, which was not. That's why he's claiming I never did a, quote, interview. I ain't talking to nobody no more <laughs> until I start the conversation with, are we on the record or off the record? That's what you're supposed to do. That's true. I ain't doing it no more. That's it. I know I that. How all week we, to people I know that. that Phil, sure. Time. I'm asking that question every time. You should. If you're talking to a journalist, if someone says, I'm trying to get a background or a quote from you, or I'm trying to ask you a question about something that's going to go on the record, you absolutely should say, this is off the record, right? Then say it. Never after the fact. Everything that comes after what you say off the record is off the record. Everything that's said before you say that is on what the if, record. What if the guy says, like, you agree it's off the record, and then the guy writes shit anyway? That's, on the, that, that's on the journalist. That's on him or her. That's horrible. Yeah, but then it becomes he said, she said. and, and No, it's burned. Doing? I mean, you should have it on. You should have it recorded. That's why you tape everything. When you're the person being interviewed, you should tape the shit? Well, that and also you tell the person, tape this interview. So you're taping this, right? Okay, here you go. Off the record, you know, background. So I always tape everything, videotape, you know, whatever you do. Video, Not audio. as the person with the mic, when they're asking you the questions, when you're the person recording it, you should. But no, like, if, you're, if, you're being, if you're being asked questions. So you're being all these shows and stuff that I do, I should be recording myself just to protect myself? You could. I mean, you are, they're taping it already. So you could technically get it released. Like if they had it or they aired it. It would be if you say yeah, off the record, what happens afterwards is not admissible in court. Everything it's off the record. It's a done deal. Everything before that comment on the record. Yeah, but Phil's saying they're scary motherfuckers ain't going to be used in no court. You know where that's going to be used? <laughs> Playing in Dubai and all of a sudden he ain't, he ain't ready to play. Because he's going for a ride. Where's Phil? Oh, he went to that place. Yeah. Phil's he, not feeling good. He ain't he ain't gonna make his morning tea time because they're taking Phil for a ride out. Listen, I still yeah. get in the car sometimes and you know, I don't know what seat I'm sitting in. When I when I don't drive, right? And they ask you to sit in a passenger seat. I want to know who's sitting in that seat behind me. It's so dumb, but like you've seen so many movies where you know, they just yeah. put that rope around you and all of a sudden you, you're like Carlo in a Godfather. You're kicking the windshield and then you don't wake up. I don't want that. Phil got to worry about some shit. But he went to the live tour to get away from the other shit he was dealing with. <laughs> he had some people he had to pay. Man, so it's out of the frying pan into the fire for Phil. God, you think his wife's worried about this? Don't know. It's a good question because supposedly their marriage was very much close to being over. So that was another reason why there was all these problems. So his gambling was really bad. But she, but Amy, I mean, in the book, Amy is portrayed like literally like St. Teresa. I mean, like, like she's literally like uh, Alan. This man's done losing his mind, P. Rold. He's making shit up. He talked to the guy well, who wrote a book. What I'm you saying is like she, the book she sold wants, all kind right. of copies. But and she now will he's put up with a lot. I mean, she will put up with it. Sounds like she will put up with a lot. 
of stuff. God bless her soul. So like, I, I, I don't know if she's walking or she's had it or like he gave her an ultimatum, but like, you know, the, the book focuses a lot on Amy's breast cancer scare and how the tour came together and everyone rallied to support her and how it became such a big cause in the PGA Tour for breast cancer awareness and all the money they raised. I mean, the Mickelsons raised millions for breast cancer research when Amy was sick and everything they did. So like there's a there's like two sides to Phil Mickelson. The book is really good. I mean, I really Alan Shipnuck did a phenomenal job. I, I highly recommend reading that book on Phil. It's really one hundred percent wrote a book. Alan Chipnuck? Yes, he 100 wrote this, the book. This and, fact yes. cannot be denied. And, he 100 wrote a book yes. and 100 spoke with Phil Mickelson. Phil. And Phil book. knew, and Phil knew what was going on. And only after the fact, Phil realized, "Uh oh, I said too much. I'm in trouble now." And now I never gave an interview. What interview? I talked to anybody. We're talking about unbelievable. Uh, Props.com story of the day: Baylor tonight. Let's talk about this game. I am yeah. very close to betting Baylor minus three and a half. Good move. You like Baylor tonight? I like I this more. I, I have a half a unit I got to play with for this for just the picks. So I can either play two player props or I can play Baylor minus three and a half. I think I'm leaning towards betting Baylor because I think I'm, I trust it more than I do player props. You do them player props things. I recommend that. If I'm going to pick a side, I think you got to pick Baylor. I don't like West Virginia. A lot spot. of things are, are a lot of numbers and analytics and stuff are all pointing to Baylor winning this game by at least. 10 points. Like this is one to be one of those ones where Baylor kind of keeps scoring. West Virginia doesn't. Well, cause they can't, West Virginia is not going to run the football. Baylor's got the best rush defense in the big 12. So you're making Bay- you're making West Virginia go one dimensional, which they got two really big backs. That freshman kid's a beast, but if they can't run the football, I don't think West Virginia can score. Right. And then I think Baylor's got enough out al- and it has enough athletes to be able to go down and cover three and a half. I don't think it's going to be all that high scoring, but I think Blake Shapin and company, I think they can put up enough points against that Mountaineer defense who gives up a, a, almost eight yards per pass play, by the way. Quick note, just looking at the hockey board before I switched to the college board, I just looked yeah. at the hockey. Today's the, what, the third day of the season? Yes. The total in the Washington and Toronto game has now moved to seven. There we go. It's our It's our third day of the season and we already have a seven p roll oh the game's different man it's everything's changing it's great everybody would be so resistant to move to seven it's the third day of the season and it's seven um what do you think of the total this baylor west virginia game Speed limit, 55. And in, in the old days, it's not 65 in most places. I get it. Yeah, I called this a speed limit game. You like under? Yeah. I don't think I don't think the Mountaineers score. Wow. I was expecting you to like over. Mm-hmm. You like under, really? Favorite in the under. Uh-huh. Oh, I think I like over, son. Okay. That's why I like the I side just, better. I mean, like at what point do, was – does Baylor stop scoring? Don't they get 35 points tonight minimum? Baylor? Yeah. No, I don't think West Virginia is going to provide much resistance tonight. Oh, you think West Virginia's defense is going to keep them in the game a while? No, not in the game. I just don't. I, I think 30. It's, I think Baylor scores 30. Okay. I think it's like a 30 17 type of game. 30 17. I think this looks more like the Big Ten or the Big 12 does on Saturdays. I think it's just okay. like 41, 21, some bullshit like that. Like this, yeah. is, this feels Baylor, like a favorite. Laying three and a half is a safer play. 
I will be on this officially. Baylor minus three and a half. Okay. Uh, prop bet of the day goes to the Thursday night football game. We'll run through a couple of these things quickly here. Curtis Samuel over four and a half receptions at minus 120 for Washington tonight. Okay. For the prop bet, we've hit our last two prop bets. Uh, Curtis Samuel, five receptions or more in four of the last five games this year. He's had six, four, seven, seven, and eight so far this year. Minus 120 to go over four and a half. Dodson and Thomas were out last week. So Samuel got a lion's share of the targets and we'll see Dodson and Thomas are again out for this game tonight. How does he not get this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're looking for a prop, this is a pretty good one. This was a good job about a dip out of Darren. Yeah. On this one. So good I job, like this Darren. one. Uh, all right. Better to book it here. We've already gone through these games a lot. So we, we can go quickly here. Quickly. Under 38, Washington, Chicago. Bet it. Yeah, right. And then this one we have not talked about. Oh. I get the defending champs in the second game of the year up against the first game of the year for the Calgary Flames at plus money. I get the avalanche at plus 110 tonight. Oh, boy. Back to the hockey board. Give me the avalanche tonight. Money oh line at plus 110. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's um, oh, boy? I think I'm going to book this one, sir. Okay. This can't be this easy. This can't be. It's game two. How are the avalanche not favored in this game? It's Calgary at home. I know. Who's playing goal? Uh, Markstrom. We we he's the number one goalie for Colorado, right? Uh, let me see. Hold on. Have they made an announcement yet for who the Avalanche will play in net tonight after the for game number two? Um, they won five two and. Da, 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 da. I don't see it yet. No, um, Markstrom's for for Calgary, by the way. I I think it's Frank it's Francois Francois, the dude to play in the playoff last year for Colorado. Dude, the Kemper behind was... behind Kemper behind Kemper. Remember remember, remember yeah. when Kemper Kemper got hurt and they put him in? Yeah, so he's the Frank number Kuh. one for Colorado yeah. right now, and Markstrom's number one for Calgary. Right, Markstrom. I like Markstrom. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I get Markstrom. Sure, I'm okay with Markstrom playing for Calgary and still the loss. For the, the flames coming. I got an offense, man. I got Kel McCarr. I got I got Colorado coming in here early in the year. I don't care if it's a back to back. They played a game, I like it better because they got a game under their belt. Man, I like the flames at home. This is like a this is almost like a uh reverse no, B square. Ed, no, Edmonton played Colorado in the playoffs, right? Well, Calgary played Edmonton first. No, Calgary beat Edmonton. What are you talking about? Did Edmonton beat Colorado? I mean, did Edmonton beat Calgary? I can't remember who won that series. Edmonton beat Calgary. Colorado okay. beat Edmonton. Okay. Yeah, this right. is this okay. is this is Calgary establishing a little bit of authority like this. It's game one. What do you mean establishing authority? You're setting the tone. Calgary's dare I say Calgary's the second best team in the West? I think they're the there's a lot of smart guys that I know to think Calgary's the best team in the West. Like they're going to be the team to beat the Avalanche. It's game one. 
The bad opener. I like the team has played a game. Give me the abs. Plus money on the I think on the best team by a ways. Perry Adarkus is heavily involved in the chat today. He said the Flames are the best team in the league. We'll find out tonight, won't we? Out of boy, Johnny. We'll see. Give me Colorado. Give me the other right. Favorite thing about today is what? Um, I hope it's lunch. <laughs> We're going to lunch. A bunch of Canadian even, people after Matt. Where- Lunch is. I'm looking up right now. Yeah, he's looking it up right now. We don't know where lunch is, but we're going to lunch. Um, so hopefully that'll be one of the best things about today. Listen, this has been a great week. Saw a lot of people. I wore a suit on Tuesday. I went out last night. Saw some people. Um, it was fun. Celebrated Carmine's tremendous victory, winning 105,000. And then he hedged some later and picked up another 10. Beautiful. So 115,000 total. He got here and he was already gone. I don't know what kind of Labats or what he had on the way down, but the feeling of coming here to pick up 105,000. Can you imagine flying to Vegas? Jealous. I'd have even. I mean, they weren't even on a private plane, and I'd even consider getting on one of those, like a puddle jumper, to come here to pick up 115 dimes. Dinner was great. That was the best thing about today, yesterday. Um, My favorite thing about today is that I absolutely find betting on hockey. I really like having hockey back because they voice me betting baseball. And it's really fun, even though I'm two and one on the year. I'm still more fun. It's still more fun. It's great. I love betting hockey. It's just great to have hockey back. It's fun betting on it. It's better than betting baseball, even though it's playoffs. Got one playoff game here today for that. So we will be back coming up tomorrow. Sports Grid, thank you so much. We wrapped it all in one little fun package here. We all got to run to, to lunch. We're Do back that tomorrow. Shit every day now. For Wrapping BVB, <laughs> talk to you for a roll call Friday coming up tomorrow. Be sure.